Welcome back to another Two Smoking Microphones recap series. Today we're going to recap the first episode of The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I'm Connor. I'm Harry. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. So yeah, Falcon and the Winter Soldier debuted on today, this day, March 19th, 2021. Is it the 19th? Oh, I thought it was the 18th for some reason. Why am I getting my dates wrong? Because... Because... That's all I have. Just because. Just that's all I have for you. We've started off strong. Let's keep it going. Let's keep up the momentum. It's, an, it's a harder one to start than the normal episodes. But yeah, so the new episode, New World Order. First episode, New World Order. Yep. Directed by Carrie Scogland and written by Malcolm Spellman. I have Wikipedia Ooh, open nice. right now. Music by Henry Jackman. Yep. It's very happy to hear some uh, some of the themes from Winter Soldier and um, yeah, Civil it was, War. It was good to, yeah, it was good to see those motifs come back for those characters and for that. And You know, it fits. It keeps the tone. You know, it helps... Yeah. <laughs> it helps, like, fit with the tone of those those films. Yeah, for sure. I mean, let's start, well, let's start off with overall thoughts. Because the thing I found about this episode, this, this opening premiere, let's say, mm-hmm. that's what it was, is... is it's, it's, it's more I'm finding it harder to pick apart because obviously it's very it's quite this first episode is quite a slow burn but it it works I think because it, it delves yeah. much more into the characters mindsets rather than you, it's not an all out action episode no well we can you can also I can uh, one thing I met, I uh, noticed quite well I mean immediately basically is that it does start very similarly to the Winter Soldier the film in that it has an action sequence featuring, uh, I guess we'll. It's not really a spoiler, but we're going. We're going to spoil this. We're not going to try and hide behind. Yeah, this, this would all be spoiled because I think I think, especially with this first episode, it's hard. If we thought one division was hard to talk about spoilers, I feel this will be even. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. So the first episode starts with um, Sam Wilson, Mister Falcon, uh, doing a mission. Hi. You can call me Mr. Falcon. He's doing a mission where he needs to rescue some some guy, um, and he comes up against uh, Batroc the Leaper. Yeah, from Winter Soldier. Yeah, um, I loved that sequence. I yeah. thought that was great. No, that was it. Was really good. It was a really good way to start the series. And the immediate thing I thought was that if if Marvel fans weren't happy with uh, One Division not being you know lack of action, then this series is going to be better for you. Yeah, for sure. I like the fact though for this first episode they had that kind. Of there was a big action sequence at the start, but then the rest of the episode was more about character development, oh, and yeah. emotional, like growth. growth. Yeah. So you see that it's going to be. A, I think they're going to do a good balance of both. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, it's a short series as well, so you know they're going to get through things quickly, which I feel like that point's very much made in this early episode. It does get through some things quite quickly already, like not like you know rapidly, but you know what I mean. Oh like, yeah. It introduces. It doesn't, it doesn't linger about. No, it introduces a lot. It, um. Because it sets up the obstacles and like the threat level for the uh, for the characters already. Kind of, it introduces the flag smashers already. Yep. Um, and it also gives personal goals to both our main characters. No sign of Baron Zemo yet, though. Not yet. Um, his 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 mask is still in the end credit sequence. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Same with Sharon Which... Carter. She's in. Uh, there's a obviously a bit picture of her in the end credit sequence, but she hasn't shown up yet. Yeah, um, I think I think I don't know. I wasn't going to say anything. I was just <laughs> you. <laughs> oh no! I was going to say I think I think my favorite part of this opening episode 
was again seeing how Bucky and Sam are adapting post blip where they, they they're adapting in similar yet also quite different ways it's, it's seeing how they you know they it's also seeing what their day to day is like i guess as well yeah because you have you have you have Sam who's very much trying to sort everything out of his family and trying to make things a bit pre blip life almost in terms of his family business and yeah. helping out his sister and his sister's very much like you you were gone you know i've had to do this by yeah. myself but then i i really really enjoyed Bucky's storyline, just that yeah. little bit more. Shall we? Honestly, shall we Harry... uh, go back to the beginning and go through the episode quickly, so yeah, we don't get a bit too muddled up again and end up going on for too long. Um, so immediately it starts with, um, well, I mean, Sam's getting ready for what we assume is a. Well, we admit we're meant. To, I think we're led to assume it's a funeral, but it's not. No, they and they don't. don't they, they, they don't explicitly say he's dead. They just say he's gone. Uh, with Captain America, obviously, with Steve Rogers. Yeah, they they're very much. It it it's like they want us to assume that he's dead. Yeah. But they're also whenever the question comes up, and this this is like I think will Sam maybe be a more of a theme. Yeah, and Sam very because there's there's a soldier he meets obviously. Uh, there's a soldier he works with on his first mission, and when they're talking, like the, he's very nonchalant when the, the soldier asks about Captain America and stuff like that. Like you don't see Sam getting all emotional or something. I guess he does yeah. get emotional then when he's at the like the memorial thing, like the you know the the it's like the museum ex- exhibit thing. Yeah, I think they're they're very much every time it's brought up and every time it's the the question of oh is he dead is he like one character says oh is he on the moon <laughs> all this kind of stuff they very much skirt round it they don't address it fully no. so maybe it's something they'll address by the end of the series maybe. in a flashback. Or just in talking between Sam and Bucky, like a conversation might be had between them. Yeah, um, I'm sure there's already theories out there about people like Chris Evans being there's, back. And all there that was stuff. a rumor a while ago about him him coming back, and on Twitter he was like, you know, that's the first I've heard about it. But but that's the kind of yeah. things that they do. He could well be in the series later on. We don't know. Um, no, that's true. It would. I don't think we. I think we've we. It doesn't matter so much because, like, no matter what, if he's dead or if he's doing whatever he's doing, his we've seen the end of his story. He's an old man now. It's like exactly, and the likelihood he'll be back in like ten years is Maybe. high. I guess so. Yeah, if it's Marvel, you know, and you never know. I think. Um, I think the thing about this, when it comes to to talking about Steve as well, like like what we were just saying about people theorizing if if he'll be in this series in a flashback. I don't think I'd want him to be. Don't get me wrong. If he turned up, I'd be like, "Oh, wicked!" You know, Chris Evans flashback scene, great. Yeah. But I'd rather it be like a, a more of a moment between Sam and Bucky where they talk about it, and you find out that way or something like that. Maybe. I think. Yeah. I think if if you put Chris Evans in this series, it will take away from the fact this is meant to focus on what has always been these two side characters to Captain America. Yeah. This is their series. It should be focused on them. Yeah, no, That's exactly. Cool. I agree. I no, I agree with that point. It's the same thing that I felt. If it doesn't do anything to help the plot along, then I don't necessarily want it to happen. Yeah, it would I be nice to see, but like, yeah, if it doesn't help, yeah, if it doesn't help the plot in any way, it's no point in it happening. It's similar to the um, Luke Skywalker Mandalorian thing, as I didn't care if he showed up or not, but it was a nice mm. moment when it happened. Yeah, like, like, don't get me wrong, like. Captain America is one of my favourite characters of all time. So yeah. if he turns, if it's like Steve Rogers, Captain America. So if he turns back up, I'll think it's amazing. I mean, but at the same time, Captain I'd much America, rather have the, 
Sorry, I was going to say Captain America did show up in this episode at the end. <laughs> we'll get to that. But um, I'd much rather the focus be on Sam and Bucky. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, I think, I think that's what I want to take. That's what I take away from this episode as well. Like from the start, we have this big action sequence with Sam, and you see Red Wing again, and like you said, he's he's trying to get Batrock or Bat Batrock. Bat Is that his name? It's Batrock. Batrock. Yeah. Um, and that's a really fun sequence, you know. You see Sam in his element, you know. He's he's helping the Royal. He's working for the Royal Air Force when he's not an Avenger. He's just kind the of Royal Air thing. Force. Royal Air Force. Oh, the fuck. U.S. Air Force. <laughs> U.S. Air Force. Um, but what I enjoy is all the stuff that comes after that. Is all the emotional side of it, seeing how they're adapting to this post blip world. It, it's the first time we've really been able to have scenes where the main character in the scene is either Sam or it's either Bucky, you know, it's not, they're not bouncing off someone else, someone else is bouncing off of them, if you know what I mean. Well, yeah, because I think as well, the big takeaway is they don't appear in a scene together in this episode. Not yet, no. We'll get which there. Which I think, <laughs> yeah, which I think works though. Yeah, it's the first episode they're going to build to it. They'll probably, most likely it'll be the end of the next episode is when we'll see them together. Yeah, that's what I would have thought. Yeah. For based on like how it feels pacing wise, they've already because like while this episode it does feel like it's more personal drama for now at the moment, like setting up the like their places in the world. Um, mm. So after Sam does his mission, he's like he's got to go back to Washington and he hands over the shield to the government or to put on that display because yeah. he doesn't want it. Uh, Rhodey's there, so we get a little Don Cheadle. Really, tell you what, sorry, just talking about that, I really enjoyed the scene between Rhodey and Sam yeah. as well. Yeah, it worked. Just like they kind of, because you have one that was living through the blip, one that yeah. wasn't, and it was just really nice to see them interact. Yeah. the uh, they, they they have some good interactions in like um, Civil War as well, those two, so... Yeah, for sure. Um, but they, you know, they're, similar they're in similar jobs as well. It's hard, it's, you think you... You start to forget that Sam was already a member of the like the uh, Air Force. I think it was part of the Air Force. It was like because he was para rescue, wasn't he? And you forget about that because he's just running in Washington in <laughs> in the win beginning of the Winter Soldier. I think I think as well. I think that episode brings that up in a way that, like, I, I don't know if this is this is for like same for you, but for me especially, you forget that being an Avenger and then being part of the Avengers isn't their full time job. Like, well, it's he, not. Yeah, it's. There's a scene in the bank. Yeah. Sorry, there's a scene in the bank. He's like, oh, don't you get like, like funding and all this stuff? Yeah. He's like, no, we do it out of goodwill. There's like we yeah. do it when when something happens, the Avengers come together. It's not something that. No, of course they're not. They're not an organization that are like, they're not an organization. They're um a group of, you know, heroes that come together to save the day when they need to. I imagine there's some sort of funding behind it, but. There needs to yeah. be because they, you know, they use a lot of technology and stuff like that. So, but yeah, but obviously, in that sense, it's Stark that. backed as well. Like you, even though Stark's yeah. gone, this, the Stark Industries is still a thing. <laughs> exactly, and I think I think it does well with exploring that in a way that we haven't actually seen before. Yeah, you get this. So you've had solo films like Iron Man and Captain yeah. America. But it's, this... a, it's a question we haven't had answered. Like, how do the Avengers make a living? <laughs> exactly, it's it's. When they're not together fighting otherworldly threats, what are they doing? And it's just as simple as you have Sam trying to kind of get his life yeah. back to the way he wanted it to, but you have Bucky kind of not sure what to do. Because this, especially with Bucky, though, you see early on in the episodes in the therapist's office, 
which is he's been pardoned for his crimes as the Winter Soldier, and he's yeah. he's got strict rules to follow. Um, but it's the first time we ever see Bucky truly alone. Like he's always had Steve to kind of stick up for him this and be is, there for him. This is this is this is, this yeah. is his first. Well, this him. is the first time where he's not only is he like you know truly alone, but he's he's himself again as well. Yeah. It's like he says that the last time he had any calm was when he was in Wakanda. Yes. Um. But I like, I do like that scene. Um. The because obviously first we see we see a um, either a it's like a flashback dream sequence of uh, the Winter Soldier doing something, killing some people. Um, yeah. And then he's in the therapist's office, and uh, I like that little sequence that happens. You know, when she's going through the rules he has to follow, and like him, you know, he's obviously making amends with people, but he's doing you it his what? way. Yeah, <laughs> that's. I mean, look, both of the both of the main stars are great, right? Both Sam and Anthony Mackie and Sam. Oh yeah, Star. they're both great they've actors. Great. Know, yeah, but we've we've always seen more of. I think in recent films, more of Anthony Mackie's kind of. Uh, protagonist funny side we've never mm. whenever we've seen Bucky it's always been he's been quite quiet or he's been a bad guy but as soon as he you... really shines in this episode I think yeah I was gonna say when you put Bucky and uh, Falcon together they do become like a comedy duo in a sense like they especially obviously in the only film they're really together in is Civil War and I think yeah, all their scenes, scenes together great. all their scenes where it's them together like they are just more of a comedy duo so I think this series is gonna at least help us get some more personal stuff I guess I don't I don't just want to see them you know similar to like you know um you know in Hobbs and Shaw yeah where when it stuck them two together mm. um all they were doing was just berating each other all the time and trying to it was it, the film's attempt to be funny um yeah. I don't think obviously this is going to do that because it's a Marvel thing they won't they'll add some nuance to it um yeah but yeah, I look forward to seeing them two get some more scenes together and them having a more personal connection based on, I guess, their experiences with Steve Rogers. Oh Yeah, for sure. I think that's what will bring them together as well. And I think, yeah, I, I, I'm excited for them to now get together and kind of get yeah. to the to the main plot, I think. Like the main yeah. antagonist and villains of the, of the series that we haven't really seen too, too much of yet. It's... It's uh, strange how we haven't. I mean, I say strange. This this is something we'll see in the next episode. But um, we haven't got a reason yet. We we can see a reason for Sam to get involved with everything that's currently going on. But there's yep. no reason yet for Bucky to get involved. Like, he doesn't know what's going on with the flag smashers, and he doesn't know what's going on with Captain America stuff. Like, I mean, he will if he watches TV. But <laughs> I don't. You know, and it's like. Maybe that's how uh, Zemo gets more involved and how he's drawn into it. Probably, I was going to say I think I think Zemo will be Bucky's pull into yeah. into the plot. That and when he sees there's a new Captain America, he know last time he saw Sam, you know, he knew that it, it was going to, to Sam. yeah. And he's been it's they say early on in the episode as well that he's been ignoring Sam's texts. Mm. Okay, so yeah, yeah, they are they are still in yeah. Of course, I forgot about that bit. They are still in contact with each other in some way then, but um... yeah. So I'm sure. I'm sure. Either at the end of the next episode, or even maybe early on, they'll they'll come together yeah. in a way. It's interesting. Now we get some more personal stuff from for, for Sam as well. Like obviously, we need that. We can't just have him like he was in the Winter Soldier, living in a in a trailer by the looks of it. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah, it was nice to actually see his family and get a bit more of a backstory that I think is going to be become quite a central part of the series. I it think. wasn't. What was he living in? It wasn't a trailer. It was more of like a temporary housing thing, wasn't it? Like a. It was like those... a con. It was like a temporary condo. It was like one of those buildings you say. It's like when you went when you were in school and they had all those buildings that they always said were just temporary buildings, but they'd been there for like twenty yeah. years. Oh yeah, hundred. <laughs> it was, was like my, one of those. Yeah. Yeah. Oh god, it was all my classrooms. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then obviously we see that. Yeah, uh, Bucky's obviously yeah. Like we said, he's making amends for any people he's wronged in the past, I guess, or anything he's done wrong. Yeah. So we see it with that with the the politician that he helped get into power who through Hydra backing. And yeah, I, th- I think I, yeah, I was gonna say yeah, he gets her arrested, doesn't he? I really like him and um, the old man as well. I can't remember his name now. Nori, I think. Yeah. Um, I thought that was a really nice element, but also I like the fact it links to because you see in the flashback that he he kills all these like diplomats or this this yeah. diplomat being guarded. And then right at the end, there's a there's a young guy who's just trying to get into his hotel room, and the Winter Soldier kills him. Yeah. And then back in the present day, he um, Bucky's. We f- yeah, we figure out it's, it's that guy's son. Yeah. I really I really liked how it wasn't scooted around that fact. It was kind of in that first conversation. It kind of made you aware. To that. Oh yeah, I think we were um, definitely aware of how that. Um, like, I'm glad. I'm glad they didn't make it a mystery that had to be solved, like WandaVision, for example. Yeah, they didn't. They they didn't. Well, I think it was pretty clear as well. As soon as I mean, they they it was obviously through the writing, and they uh, they definitely got the characters. Obviously, talk about losing his son right away, and then Mm. then obviously the shots linger on. So it's like a filmmaking writing like contribution that tells us this very early on. And if you don't, if you can't figure it out, then maybe you're not paying enough attention because it's a very like clear thing to figure out, isn't it? Oh yeah, hundred percent. Also, I'm just just because uh, I'm on the Wikipedia page and I saw something. It says that um, apparently the show's going to dive into Zemo's origin story, but didn't we already get that? Yeah. Like we, we his did. origin is that his family were killed in Sokovia. Well, maybe we'll get more into that, like more in depth. Maybe yeah, it does go on to say then and how Zemo views himself as a hero, but i guess he's not done anything to view himself as a hero he broke down the avengers but then they still came together to stop a threat i wonder if zemo was blipped let's find we'll find that out (laughs) that would be very interesting to see actually i'd be very interested to see if he was blipped and if he wasn't he's like he doesn't have any people anyway he was probably he was in prison money (laughs) i think so yeah so he's obviously escaped i love zemo i think he was great in captain america civil war yeah, I can't wait for him to don the the iconic mask as well. People who got so disappointed that like he wasn't like an active villain in terms of he wasn't fighting people and that that's not what he was. He was the vi- he was like the villain behind things, but obviously the antagonist of that film is Iron Man. Yeah, and that's not me being a old take sides thing because I was Team Iron Man leading all the way up to that film and even after that film. <laughs> but um, yeah, that film presents Iron Man as the protagonist. Have you watched that video about it? Do you mean the antagonist? I, did I say protagonist? Yeah. Yeah, Iron Man is the antagonist. Did you watch that video about it, though? It's on... Um, I... It was... What's it on? Uh, it's on Mr. Sunday Movies channel. Ben did it. Yeah, I'll probably have then. Yeah, it's Ben's video, like his own little video about why Civil War is his favourite film. But anyway, um... What else can we talk about the episode? Yeah, so Bucky has personal collection connections that he's doing that he's trying to make amends for things he's done in the past that's really it with Bucky isn't it and then it's more 
there's more focus on Sam in this episode. Sam, yeah. yeah. But then even even then, I don't think not a lot happens in this episode. No. Apart from the, the emotional development and the, the kind of seeing where they are post-blip. Yeah. Okay, but this we, is... get, we get the introduction to the, to the Flag Smashers. Yeah. So this is set with, it sets up the Flag Smashers as a threat that you need, you know, dealing with. Um, we see them, looks like, robbing someplace. And, uh... Uh, it's a bank, I think. Yeah, I didn't really pay too much attention to that. I say too, I didn't pay too much attention, I just knew they were in Switzerland. Um, yeah, and, uh, and uh, the... according to... The, the, well, the show basically says that they think that life was better... During the blip. The... Yeah. yeah. They want a world without borders, something like that. So, you know, basically what they want is unity among people. So that's not technically a bad thing, but they're obviously... They're in the... Yeah, they're not great. They're not doing things the right way but then again i haven't apart from that one guy who's probably going to be a super soldier or something like um there wasn't much violence happening no that's true he was the only one that was kind of because he was kind of lashing out when he saw them being arrested yeah i think the fact that he's a super soldier which also might link to the ending of the episode which is um We've, yeah, we uh, we see that the government, you know, they didn't keep Captain America's stuff in locker, well, in a in a museum. They gave it to John Walker. They, they basically went, nah, fuck, fuck Sam. They're yeah, like, we need a new. The world needs a hero because like the guy like is very much like, oh, thanks for handing this over, Sam. You know, you did the right thing, and then he just goes and yeah. So you can see how this is yeah. a like, yeah. I think Anthony Mackie conveys like the reaction very well in his like emotion in that scene which he I think is definitely gonna gonna touch on why didn't the government ask Sam do you know what I mean yeah why the show this I think they were saying it gonna, man. yeah I think they they said it is gonna um, touch on that kind of stuff uh, but I think talking about Quiddy the new Captain America uh, the, the character I can't remember the characters the actual characters name. the character's name is John Walker that's the one yeah because in the comics he is USA a agent. super soldier US... So he has, yeah, sorry, <laughs> yeah, which is which is why. So he's a super soldier, which is why he's given the role by the government of Captain America. So I think that would definitely come into play. But then it, that also wouldn't surprise me if that one guy we saw in the Flag Smashers is a super soldier as well. According to the the Wikipedia, it says he attempts to join Wilson and Barnes in their fight. So I don't necessarily think he's gonna. Oh. Uh, and believes that he is a better embodiment of American values than Rogers was. Oh, okay, so he's just like arrogance then, I guess. Yeah, I feel like he's going to be a good guy, but he's going to do. He's yeah. going to be like one of those. He's going to be an anti-hero. Like he's going to do everything he can. Like he he doesn't care what what stands in his way. Yeah. But he still thinks he's doing the right thing. You never know. The show could maybe do it differently. Like there could be a way they do it in terms of like over time, maybe he realizes he's wrong i don't know who knows we don't we haven't seen anything yet we have we've always seen as him wink at the camera um yeah true portrayed by wyatt russell the son of kurt russell and goldie horn um but yeah um can't think of anything else specifically what about overall faults then well i was gonna say this what this episode does really well is it introduces us to uh, a well a sort of threat in the form of the flag smashers it introduces us to a personal like obstacle for Sam with his um with his sister and the house and the boat. Yes. Um, in that she's selling the boat, he doesn't want it because it's their family's legacy. Um, and it in- shows us that Sam's got his Sam, Bucky's got his own uh, obstacles with 
trying to make amends for things he may have done as the Winter Soldier. Yeah. So I think the show's done a good job at setting up things. It gives the characters personal goals, as well as all, uh, bigger things to focus on. Yeah, I and, agree with that, I think. And then we're obviously right at the end of the episode, we're introduced to, there's a new Captain America, it's John Walker. They don't say his name, but I had to. I, it was in the credits I saw, they said there was like a weird poster thing in the credits that said John Walker... Captain America or something oh, like that. Oh, yeah, I remember that, yeah. Um, I was like, because oh, I couldn't remember his name, and I was like, ah, oh, that's it. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah, I'd, I'd agree with you, to be honest. I think I think it does well of taking these two characters that people have loved for a long time. Do you know what I mean? People have always loved Sam and Bucky. Yeah. In the comics and the films. Um, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to... Because it's... Will Sam become Captain America at the end of this series? Most likely. Yeah, <laughs> yes. And, but I'm excited to see his personal journey to get to be in Captain America. Oh, yeah. But I'm also really excited to see Bucky as Bucky again and not as the Winter Soldier as much. Do you know what I mean? Like, trying yeah. to see his. Because I, I think what this episode does really well, the action is spectacular at the start of the episode, but I think they really tackle the emotional and the, the character stuff really, really well. Um, it's um... Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited for the rest of the series, to be honest. We, there's a lot in the trailers, obviously, of like, uh, well, it's, it looks like most of it's coming from one scene. There's a couple of other bits of um, Sam using the shield. Yeah, that was my uh, my theory is that's going to be uh, towards the end of yeah, the last like, episode or yeah, something. That's, like that's going to be towards the end of the show. But that's like a training thing as well. Like, it looks like he's training how to use it. We haven't seen him use it much in combat. So, yeah, that's where I think I understand why that, that was in the trailers. Yeah, of course. But then that, <laughs> that could possibly have. It's very clear that he's going to become Captain America anyway, but then that's that's also kind of spoiled it possibly because you know that he will get it at some point. Yeah, but then you don't know, you know at the end of the series he may not retain it. You know what I mean? Like, no, yeah, true. I mean he might even get it in like episode four or five. For, do, do you know what I mean? Certainly six episodes, isn't it? This one. Yeah, yeah. I really hope we see him suit up as Captain America. I think that would be really good. I think that'd be great. Well, I think it it it, it won't like he won't really like suit up as Captain America in the normal sense obviously he'll have his own spin on it like like in the comics yeah no but, like, um, the, like, the, like yeah look, do you know what I mean I mean yeah take hmm yeah I really enjoyed it I'm very excited for the next. I'm happy it's six episodes six longer episodes though yeah it feels like it's going to be much more compact and to the point exactly it'll feel like a longer like a long film yeah exactly um, but it probably won't because it's. Oh, I really enjoyed it, and I and I enjoy seeing these characters again. Like, yeah, I liked one. I liked One Division a lot. I thought One Division was a great show in the end. But this is the kind of one I'm more excited for because this is the more. This is more what Marvel is really good at. Like, you know, these kinds of things. <laughs> well, also, it's fair to say that both our favorite MCU films are The Winter Soldier. Yeah. This is this is very reminiscent in tone, in quality. Not in quality. That's the wrong word, but. But in elements, yeah. Because it's, do you know what I mean? One division was great, and I really enjoyed it. But this, I was, I was always excited for this. The trailers never fully sold me on it. But this first episode, it was the last, especially with the motifs, and really just yeah. really helped. It was the final trailer that actually made me like the one that was dubbed, like you know, titled the final trailer. It was that one that made me really excited for it. Yeah. Because I think that one showed a lot of Sam using the shield, so I was like, that's that's cool. Yeah. Um. But, um I'm just really excited now. I'm really excited for the rest of the series. Yeah, it's going to be an exciting show to follow. 
Yeah, and we'll be covering it week by week. Yeah. We'll be, we'll, yeah, we'll be covering it. For six weeks. Sounds exciting. It does. I was also, because um, this this is on topic, uh, talking about like the uh, schedule recently, um, and it's funny how like you realise we're actually in Marvel. Like You know when Disney Plus was talking about they want to have a schedule where one series starts as the next one, as the last one ends? We're we're in that schedule essentially now because um obviously one division ended we had the one week where we had the assembled episode, um then we've got this for six weeks we're gonna have one week when we get the assembled episode and then we have Bad Batch starting. Yes, we do. Very exciting, actually. Um, it's very exciting. Uh, obviously, Bad Batch starts on the fourth. Yep. Um, but then officially the series will be weekly from the seventh, won't it? Yeah, and then after and then, that, um, I don't know if there's going to be a special or anything for Bad Batch. I don't even know how many episodes it is at the moment. Um, I don't think they've confirmed it to be fair. No. But then Loki, yeah, and then we'll get a special for Loki also uh, around the time of Bad Batch and the end of um, this show. We're going to be getting, hopefully, we'll still be getting Black Widow. Yeah, fingers crossed, man. Fingers, fingers, things are looking, things are looking positive. So mm, fingers crossed. We'll see. <laughs> Yeah, it's, but yeah, um, and then obviously later on this year we've got Hawkeye, we've got the What If what series, if? which will come before Hawkeye. Mm-hmm. We've got Shang Chi, we've got Eternals. Yep. Um, there's another Marvel movie coming out this year, Spider Man. <laughs> That's the one. <laughs> Buzzing for Spidey. Buzzing uh, for Spidey. It's funny how there's going to be a lot of people in this show, but I've just looked it up. Um, but the cast and characters for Bad Batch at the moment is D. Bradley Baker as all of the clone troopers in the series, including the members of Clone Force 99. <laughs> and then Ming-Na Wen as Fennec Shan. I love that. <laughs> it's true, they're just a team of clones. This is a series about D. Bradley Baker doing... At least he's doing different voices. Like, they don't all sound yeah. exactly the same. Um, no, no confirmation for how many episodes that is at the moment, but looks of it. That's fair. But anyway, we'll, yeah. Like, we'll, like Falcon Winter Soldier, we'll cover we'll cover that as well. Falcon and the Winter Soldier, what did you what did you think? Let us know. Yeah, please get in touch. Tell um, us, are you excited for the rest of the series? Are you did you like the episode? Did you not like the episode? Why? Yeah, what's what's your reasons? Give us your reasons. Why? Why didn't you like it? We liked it. What? We loved it. I don't know if we should we I don't know if we should do I don't think we should rate this first episode yet. No, I will say we'll do it as this. We'll do the series as a whole. We'll do our um our rating system at the end. Yeah, I'll rate these it. Are... Yeah, I'll rate it in my own time, like because I always do ratings for things. But um, yeah, that's fair. But yeah, we'll leave this up to the the Marvel gods. Up to the Marvel gods. But um, but yeah, thank you for listening to our episode one uh, review and recap, Minnesota. We will have a full episode on Monday. Um, we are going to be talking the Oscars, the Oscar nominations yeah. that came out last week. I'm and we are going to, to be... <laughs> Yep. And we're going to be doing a deep dive into Zack Snyder's Justice League that was released at the time of recording yesterday, which is I'm very excited for. I've watched it yesterday and I have a lot to say. And I'm sure Connor will as well once he's watched it. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> I might have nothing to say. It's a it's a four hour long movie, and I might have nothing to say. Yeah, it might just be me talking at you for. And you an say hour. you say as at the time of recording, uh, this uh, goes out. But if you're watching this the day this episode has been released, and it did come out yesterday, because <laughs> this episode is going oh, yeah, up that's... as soon as we've recorded. 
That's actually also very true. That's factually true. <laughs> factually true. Um, um, where can people where can people find you, Connor? Uh, down a dark alleyway in at night. Um, that's fucked. <laughs> no, you can find me on Twitter at Connanagi. That's C O N O R N A G I. Um, links to my other Twitter there, and also to my blog, where I recently did my reviews of Malcolm and Marie and Raya and the Last Dragon. I yep, was happy with those reviews. I think I touched on some good points that I managed to make myself without looking anything up. <laughs> good man. Um, I was really proud of that little blog post. I'm, I like it when I write a good review. <laughs> like, yeah. like, not necessarily a good review. Like, the film could be bad, but if I wrote the review well, I'm really happy with myself. <laughs> I was the same when I did, a, I did a Justice League trailer breakdown a couple yeah. of weeks ago, and I was really, really happy with it. It's always nice when you have that when the oh, fe- sure. that feeling when you're like, oh, I did a good job with that one. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> um, uh, so yeah, read that if you want to know what I thought about those two films. Nice. Um, and you? You can you can find me, I'm at the Doc 81 on Twitter, you can find my other Twitter there, don't ask, long story. He's always at the Doc. Um, I'm at the Doc. <laughs> number 81. Um, <laughs> yeah, I've also got a blog called The Review Lab, that's on Facebook and Instagram. But if you go to thereviewlab.org, um, you'll see my all my blog posts there. Um, we have also we also have a Facebook page. Uh, if you type in two smoking microphones or Roxbox and two smoking microphones, you'll find us. Give it a follow, give it a share. Um, we also might be expanding to some other uh, elements soon as well, which will be quite exciting. Yeah, we're gonna be we're gonna be making TikToks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you never know. <laughs> no, I guess. Um, but yeah, hopefully pretty soonish. You'll understand what we mean by by we're expanding. Um, we're knitting sweaters ourselves. Yeah, I mean it kind of depends on my productivity technically over the next couple of days. So if if nothing happens, you can all at me on Twitter and call me a bad person. He is a bad person. Just call him one anyway. Um, yeah, fuck it. <laughs> he, um, he he tortures animals. I don't. <laughs> at all. <laughs> Crikey. Oh, I'm going to get like RSPCA, like... Nah, you won't. They don't care. <laughs> oh, crikey. Well, on that note, we love you. We hope you're keeping safe and well. Yeah. Um, and keep enjoying Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah. And uh, also, if you're listening to this on the day's release on the Friday, if you watch... Zack Snyder's Justice League today or yesterday have some thoughts send them in and we can maybe read them out on the show yeah it'd be nice to have something to read out on the show yeah it's not like it's going to be a long enough episode anyway <laughs> it's going to be a long one folks get ready yeah get ready we're going to we're going to talk through all four hours of the show minute by minute um, we're not Probably doing that part by part we're not, not minute by minute. No, nah, minute by minute. We're going to do the whole <laughs> four hours and two minutes, whatever we'll it is. Put the soundtrack on in the background and we'll just get going. Including each minute of the uh, credits. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll go through and we'll read out every single name on the credits. Yeah, of course. Even the ones we can't pronounce. <laughs> Be excited. Monday. Yes. Get it in your ears. Monday. Bye. Yep.